From the heart of Kansas City, it's time for Real Hooligans. And now, here's Tim and David. Welcome back, hooligans. This week, we are taking you back to the 80s again. It's Real Hooligans, baby. I'm your host, Tim English, with my motherfucking homeboy, David Kane. Explosive week, man. Whatever, it is. It's explosive. Explosion. We're going to get into one of the quintessential action movies of the 80s, I think. Oh, it's so 80s beautiful. It is. And that is the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic, Commando. Uh, yes. Commando. What year is this from? 85? 84? 85, I think that's right. I got it up here. 85, 1985. Okay. Directed by Mark L. Lester. Written by Jeff Loeb. He gave us Die Hard, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? He gave us... Did Jeff Loeb do Die Hard? I'm surprised by this reveal, if that is. I know he worked on the new Daredevil. Did he? Yes. Excellent. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Jessica Jones. He was a producer on Teen Wolf. Um... I think there was a, another writer here as I scanned through. Maybe that. it was the director of it, too. Steven D'Souza. I believe he. Another writer credited for Die Hard. I thought somebody was involved in it. But we have Commando, in which Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a ex Special Forces guy. Yes. Named John Matrix. What a <laughs> badass. <laughs> Action guy name, John Matrix. That just sounds like a guy you don't want. You don't want to fuck with John Matrix, dude. Stay away from that guy. <laughs> All right. So we have John Matrix. Let me get to my commando notes here. Uh, but boom. All right. I hope they're extensive notes. No, this this movie opens up with the like three murders. Guy gets shot while taking out the trash. Which was a great scene, which gave us uh, Duke. Um, Bill Duke? Yes. Bill Duke plays Cook. Appeared in the other Arnold classic, Predator. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of, lots of ties to Predator here. Um, so then, and then another one, oh, another one where he's Bill Duke's stealing a car. Yes. And he kills a dude. Yes, pretty well done. And then another one where he where he blows up a boat and kills a dude. And I used quotes on that one. Load up. We'll explain later. All right. And then I'm sorry. Is his introduction in this movie not one of the greatest fucking Holy introductions shit. for an action character? And honestly, also at the same time, like one of the most ridiculous damn things you've ever seen. But it's just ridiculous on such an impressive level. That just really sings to Arnold as an action star. Right. So, dude is <clears throat> literally just carrying a tree. He's cutting down trees in the forest. A tree, not like a, he's carrying a log. This dude is carrying a tree. Like he's carrying a like two by four. Paul Bunyan ass. I'm carrying a tree. And he's not like he's not like even like 
lumbering under the weight. He's just like casually no. walking, like he's walking out of Home Depot or something. I, I am surprised that he even took the time to throw his flannel over his shoulder so the tree bark didn't scratch up his shoulder. And he just has such a cocky ass look on his face, and it's like you can tell that at this point, and he said so, that Arnold Schwarzenegger loved this movie because he wasn't playing a caveman or an alien robot. Yes. He actually got to be a person. Can we point out how beautiful and shiny and new his boots were? So this is a guy that lives out in the middle of nowhere on the side of a mountain, but he has these pristine work boots that he goes marching down the mountain in carrying this long. Well, David, they probably just gave him those shoes. Right, probably. I mean, what's he supposed to do? All right. Can somebody in the costume department scuff these up a little bit? Well, let's talk about the cast for a minute. All right, we have Alyssa Milano, who plays his daughter. Um, she was fresh off her first season of Who's the Boss? And, I mean... Judith Light. Probably, <laughs> you're, I don't know, like Alyssa Milano is like one of my first crushes. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, sure. I, I think for a lot of, of us 80s children, you know. So, obviously, she was a huge draw for me at this point. Right. But I saw this movie. Um, we have she plays Jenny Matrix. Dan Hedaya plays Arius, and I don't even know what the fuck accent he's using in this movie. <laughs> what nationality? Dan Hedaya is great, for? by the way. I love him, but God, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? What is this? What is this character? We have a uh, son of son of Tommy Chong, Ray Dong Chong, playing a uh, is she a stewardess? Flight attendant? Yes. Something like that? Stuart is aspiring to be a pilot? Something like that. Uh, David Patrick Kelly, always great. He plays Sully. Uh, and then James Olsen, I don't know, he's like the Nick Fury of this movie. He pops up right now and then and says terrible dialogue. And um, Yeah, he plays Kirby. So uh, the essential, he shows up and he meets with John. And, to uh, inform him of what's up. Yeah, people are killing your men. Yeah. They're coming for you. And that's Your basically all he says. He leaves bigger. a couple dudes with them. And, like, literally when this guy leaves, guys show up and attack. There's never any suspense built in this movie. No, no, no. I mean, it is right to the point. It's like somebody might attack, and then they attack. It's Like, directly, yeah. promptly. Uh, and these guys attack, and they take his daughter. And, yeah, you don't take Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, dude. Nope. No, 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 no. So, so he mows down a few of them. Just to set the tone of, I'm a total badass. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about the ch- chase down this hill? So great. <laughs> so the the incoming troops disable his bronco, I guess. Yeah. Um, Arnold's not having it. He pushes this bastard over a cliff and down the mountain to chase the van containing his daughter. He will stop at nothing. Um, how he manages to navigate down a wooded hill without smashing into a tree is just more of what makes Arnold better than the rest of us. Uh, is it, he just goes straight to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just straight shot. He doesn't like turn. It's like just steer. bouncing. Yeah, he literally just goes straight. Yeah, and eventually collides. And yeah, so we meet one of the one of the villains here, and this is a guy we thought was dead already. Da, da, da. Twist. We meet um, Bennett. Bennett. And Bennett. My first thought was like, what the hell is Bennett wearing? 
This man's got like a like a cutoff t-shirt, and then he's got like a chainmail, but it's not a chainmail. It's like knit. <laughs> yeah, it's like something his grandma knitted him. Um, let me look at this actor's name. I just dropped it off. Vernon Wells. Thank you very much, Vernon Wells, and he's from The Road Warrior and also Weird Science. Weird Science. <laughs> when I've I've always been like, hey, this dude is you know, I mean, I I, rec- I remember when I was little, I recognized him from. Roadwork because he's basically playing the same character. Um, he's a great, great '80s villain type dude. So yeah, I was like, he's got like a short sleeve sweater. Is it a t-shirt with chainmail, or is it some sort of? It's like his grandma making for him. Right. Like oh my Bennett just he thinks he's so tough. <laughs> so what do we think about the uh, the directional choice they gave Bennett? Oh, he has said that uh, he his costume design was basically Freddie Mercury on steroids. He's got the mustache, he's got the hair, and this and the outfit knit chainmail. It's amazing, and he goes with it like the whole movie. Like it is his. It's, it's he his, gives it his all. Yeah, he and does. it's it's great. Uh, we're also introduced. This is where we're introduced to Dan Hedaya, who's overacting like a motherfucker in this movie. You don't say. And uh, I, I, I'll, I'll never know what the accent is. It, it was kind of an accent. I, I, I don't even know what it was. He gives. Uh, he gives. He tells John he wants him to. He wants him to kill President Velasquez of some random made-up country. It doesn't matter where it's from. Where they're going to kill Jenny and mail her in pieces. So he gives him a task. We'll it's talk about this task. Terrifying ultimatum he's presented. And it's like he knows the president or something. Yeah. But that's how he knows that John can get close. And so it, yes. And all at this point, is John American? I think, I think so. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess he's, he's fighting for. I'm the, not saying the that US. you can't have an accent like Arnold and not be an American and fight in the special forces. I'm just. He just seems like he's like this GI Joe guy. Right. But he's Arnold. He could barely speak functional English. <laughs> I always thought it would be funny if, like, Arnold can really do an American accent, like, really, you know, because a lot of these guys can. Like, you sure. Know, th- you know, hear somebody like uh, Idris Elba. Dude, he has a crazy Cockney accent, naturally, yes. but, you know, you see him Tom on The Holland. Office or, you know, Thor, he's very well spoken, you know. Um, so I wondered if, like, wouldn't it be hilarious if, like, Arnold could do an American accent and he... It was, but it was like it just made him very boring. <laughs> it was like he's like, "Hi, I am Detective Kimball," and they're like, "Nah, dude, you're gonna have to do that fucking accent, or nobody's gonna want to watch this." Wouldn't it just be The Rock? Oh Jesus! <laughs> I had to put that in there. No, we're gonna talk about The Rock today, <laughs> brother. All right, so uh, Matrix gets on a plane with. I don't even know the dude's name. This fucking big brother in a white suit. Like, yes. a, what the fuck is with the, the wardrobe in this movie? Just cracked me. He's got like a white suit, a red Hawaiian shirt, and like a safari hat. Yes. And, uh, you know, one thing about this movie, the dialogue, the classic one-liners that you get. They're so good. Delivered so cleanly. Two of them are delivered in this airport scene. You have the, I like you, Sully. That's why I'm going to kill you last. <laughs> and then when he kills this 
the dude in the suit on the airplane because he's got to get away. Yes, he's not really going to go kill his president. His his plan was never to follow. Right, right, right. He 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 tells the the stewardess, "Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired." <laughs> Arnold, you're so smooth. Oh, he, yeah, he's like, "How long?" Is it? And then he sets his watch for eleven hours. Eleven hours. Um. So then he jumps out of the airplane. And, oh my god. That scene where he lands in the marsh. Yes, God. <laughs> that gave me such a good laugh, man. It's almost worth worth watching this movie just to see that because it's like, what? Oh my God. We have a few of those moments throughout this film. Uh, this is about where we meet Ray Dong Chong, playing I think Cindy as her character, something like that. Um, yes. Have you ever seen Soul Man? I want to say yeah, a really, really long time ago. But not well enough that I, if you told me anything about it, I would, I'd be like, yeah, I'm sure that happened. You know, it had C. Thomas Howell where he was that entitled white prick that didn't get into the college he wants, so he like steals a scholarship for a from a black student, and then he blackfaces the, rest <laughs> of the movie. No, I think I would remember. Oh my. That. It's like, man, sometimes we should do a show with like about these movies that were like so fucking racist from the eighties that yes. it's like, how did that wow. It's and she's in that anyway. That's where I was going with this. Um but yeah, there's that. There's the toy. I remember that one. Classic fucking yeah. Richard Pryor movie that you mean you saw when I was little. I was like, I fucking loved it because I loved Richard Pryor. But then sure. it's like I watch it when I get old, I'm like, oh, this is about a, a rich man that buys a black man for his kid to entertain yes. him like a little clown. Yes. Wow. <laughs> my kids were like, Jesus Christ, Dad. And I'm like, I mean, it's... Sorry. It's, I'm sorry. It's the movies that he did. That's what it was. I want you to appreciate, appreciate a good comic. You know, and they're able to see some of his better movies now. They're a little older, but... So anyway, we're going to refer to her as the RDC for the rest of this episode. RDC, okay. Yeah, all right. So he kick, he kidnaps the RDC. <laughs> yes. And he fucking rips that seat out. Yeah. That's so great because he's just such a big fucking motherfucker. He just tears that seat out. Just like with his bare hands, just tears that shit out. And then they go to the mall. I'm going to let you talk about the mall because I, lo- <laughs> I love listening mall. to you talk about this shit. So go ahead. They go to the mall. So ridiculous. So... He's he's followed Sully to the mall, so we we've we've kind of intertwined. Uh, Sully watches Arnold's plane take off, and he's he's satisfied that Arnold is doing his part. Uh, he, so he goes to call, uh, you know, the boss man and let him know everything's going according to plan, and uh, that's where he meets RDC. And uh, all but sexually assaults her at a payphone and into the parking garage. Uh, Quite the disturbing scenes from Sully. So they follow him. And here is this criminal who just thinks the world of himself. He's driving a bright yellow Porsche. This guy is is just dripping 80s goodness everywhere he goes. But he goes to the mall to continue to conduct his criminal activity. He's got a briefcase full of money. 
He's taking it to a delivery at some freaking Mexican restaurant on the yeah, dude, he goes, third that's level like some, like, food court. Star Wars cantina <laughs> meeting with some fucking Cuban gangster. Right. Oh, God. And the entire police force. Right. I love it. RDC goes and gets more security. And, yeah, John Matrix, he fights like 12 dudes. Yeah. He's just like, they just keep coming. He throws a phone booth. Like, now I know why there wasn't anybody to respond to the scene at the end of Cobra Kai, because they were all at this fucking mall (laughs) fighting John Matrix. Right. Um, And then at some point during this fight, like, RDC is like, oh, I'm going to help him. Never mind. What have I done? Maybe he really is looking for his daughter. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what happened. Does she have like that it, Stockholm syndrome or whatever it is? It said it in the script, or you, maybe that's what she realized. She's like, "Oh man, if, I'm just gonna have to go home." If she's like, "If I help him, who knows what's gonna happen?" So, um, this is about the point in the movie I also realized how much I love the steel drum soundtrack. Oh, it's so bad, so ridiculously eighties. I actually have a part of the trailer queued up that I think might have just enough of that sample. Think you can hear that? We're not gonna fuck with that right now. But yeah, it's amazing anyway. Um, the steel drum because it's just like who decided on steel drums for this? I'm not sure. Yeah, what, does what it fit th- in any way with the? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not sure. Um, Tim, we totally skipped by five questions. Ah, we totally did, didn't we? We're going to have to circle back to that at the end. Okay. So I'm, we'll do. I'm reminding you. We'll, thank you for doing that. Yeah, we'll do five <laughs> questions after. Because it, it can go anytime. We'll do five questions before trivia at the end. How about that? So, all right. So now we have uh, RDC and Matrix get back together here. And they're going to go after Sully. This is the dude with information. Let's get him. Yeah. And they had that chase through the canyon. And uh, we get back. We, he comes back to his his promise that he was going to kill Sully last. So he's like, you know, he's hanging him off that ledge or whatever the canyon ledge there. And he's like, you know, you said you were going to kill me last. He's like, I lied. How cool it would it be? How good would you feel inside if you knew that you could hold another human upside down by one ankle? <laughs> I mean, that's. Yeah. That's I would never track. dream my That's five-year-old child I can do that with, and she's almost too big at this point. And he immediately follows that gem up with uh, when she gets in, he gets in the car and she says, what happened to Sully? And he says, I let him go. <laughs> Classic Arnold, damn it. Yes. All right, so he, he explains everything going on to her now. Now she's kind of involved, and she's just like, whatever, I'm going to help you because... It makes sense that I'd get involved with these, sure, all these special forces villains in you. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I worked at the airline earlier. Um, she is qualified to be a part of this. They go to a hotel. They're following some leads. They follow what's his name, Sully's lead, because he tells them where they can find Cook, right? Uh-huh. And they have this fight. It's a pretty cool hotel fight. It reminded me of watching the Rock fight. You know, smash through wall, smash through wall. I punch you, you punch me. But the great thing about this is all of the 80s 
goodness that got destroyed in that hotel room. Oh, yeah. The giant frosted cubes yeah, that they I used to make a wall. I was thinking about <laughs> like, that. I was like, who fucking decorated this place? So awesome. <laughs> yes. Bust right through that. Yes. And how many times did he smash through like one of those? Um, I don't know, but the he ends up getting impaled. But he should have been impaled like three times because yes. he got smashed through something. I'm like, well, he would have fallen. And <laughs> anyways, he ends up getting impaled, and he dies. And uh, so yeah, where does that? Oh, that leads them to uh, the Enterprises, Patria. What this is like the exposition scene. They just go and like just explain shit. Here's kind the rest of, and, of the information Because up until this point, the movie's pretty action-packed. I think we're about 30 or 40 minutes in at this point. Yes. It's been, I mean, for the most part, wall-to-wall action. When, once the colonel left from the house to inform John that this was happening, it's been nonstop since then. He's always had some action-y shit to do. Yeah, and at this point, they, they're going to go, they find this island, this map to an island. And he's like, oh, that must be where they took my daughter. So they're going to go that. First, he wants to go shopping. And let's talk about this shopping spree, because Jesus Christ, dude. He's going to go, he's going to break into this building and steal surplus stuff, guns and yes. supplies. He needs some shit. So what he does is he smashes into the door with a bulldozer. That's, he just has access to it somewhere laying around as a bulldozer. Like but I mean, the, it like in the it, '80s, they just it left never those made sense around. to like go up with his like tree trunk arm and just fucking like bang a fucking crack at it. That is not the... nearly as cool, Tim. This is like, a bulldozer. Like, what are you fucking thinking? Aren't you in special forces, you fucking idiot? Yeah, but if right. you have the opportunity to, to and do you know it. that's like Arnold. Arnold was like, you know, it'd be cooler. It'd be cooler. Aww. It'd be cooler if I. Smash it with, you know, and this is like, they're like, fuck, get him a bulldozer, I guess. Jesus fucking Christ, he's going to break us all in half. Um, All right, so, and then, you know, he goes and gets guns and shit. And there's a scene here after they leave where the cops pull up next to Ray Dong Chong, the RDC. Yes. Second time this happens. It happens with Sully earlier. Cops also think she's a hooker. Why? She's wearing a suit. She is a normal looking. There, I mean, there's there's nothing about her hair. Her boobs are not hanging out. There, the skirt is an appropriate length. There's nothing that says just you're a hooker. And then she shoots him with a rocket launcher on a second attempt. Yeah, that never goes anywhere. It's like she just shoots this guy. Yeah, (laughs) she has totally murdered a bunch of cops. Okay. Um. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of those things where it's like something action has to happen. Get the rocket launcher out. Yeah, she shoots backwards first. All right. So now they have to get to the plane because they have to get to the. They're gonna go steal a plane. And more dudes come shooting at him. Always more dudes coming at. They him. come shooting. There's no. Co- she just blew up some cops. Otherwise, there's no cops. No other cops respond in this to movie the scene except of- for the mall scene. Um, and he totally wiped them out. They're not responding to any more calls about him. And this is where we find out RDC can fly a plane. She's like, "Oh, I can, I can kind of." Fly I've been this. working on my pilot's license. So this is good. This is a good. This is this fits in with this movie. It's a good thing. Um, she's actually pretty good. I mean, because I mean, she she, a, she she exhibits some pretty skilled low water, like low flying over that water at one yes. point. I'm like, that's like got to be some. I mean, she landed in level three plane. flying stuff. Um, 
Uh, we have Kirby. Every now and then, Kirby pops up and just says like one stupid thing. Like he shows up. Oh, after they blow up the fucking surplus store. Yes. Uh, he literally just shows up, and they're like, "What do you expect?" He's like, "World War Three." It's like, what <laughs> the <Don't laughs> fuck? Like just '80s dialogue, baby. All right. Commando rolls on. We also get a great cameo here when they're on the plane from the air traffic control dude. Who do we get? Bill Paxton. Oh, yes. Bill yes. Paxton. Hell yeah. Always good to see Bill Paxton, man. He's just, he's there. Also, Alyssa Milano does nothing in this movie. She gets kidnapped. Every now and then they cut to her. She's in a room. Yeah, she's kicking a board. It was like they're like, we have nothing, nothing for this kid to do. Yeah, she plays a little hide and seek there at the end. All right, so they land near the island. John Matrix dips down to a speedo. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yikes, bro. <laughs> that was a little bit more than I needed. <laughs> um. Yeah, so yeah, Alyssa Milano's just in a room. John Matrix is wearing a fucking Speedo. I'd... All right, okay. Now, at this point, I'm thinking, would it have been a better movie if he was trying to go along with the presidential assassination thing? Because at this point, as I'm watching it, I'm like, did this just all get dropped? Because A, I forgot about the dude on the airplane that he killed and then put his hat over his face. Yeah. Said, don't bother my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> so, Spot on impression. Thank so. you. So I, I forgot about that. And then I'm like, oh, wow. They just really just didn't bother that dude for 11 hours? Yeah. The plane landed and the body got carted off. Because at this point, I'm just like, why don't they just go in there and kill it? Because I guess I keep thinking, they know these things are going on. It's... The bad guys, and they—I I felt like they knew he was coming, and that Bennett keeps coming up in his little tight shirt. You know, he'll come shirt. for it. He's coming for us. I'm telling yeah. you, he's on his way. So I'm like, and then at this point, they're like, "Oh, wait, 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 wait!" He never got the plane. They're, and so then they're like, "Go fucking kill her." Um, do you like the scene when he goes commando though? When he gets all commandoed up. So my question <laughs> is. Who has the better getting ready for a fight montage, Rambo or Commando? Man, honestly, I I think Rambo, dude. I mean, I think Rambo takes the cake on that. But this is a good one. He paints himself. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because that's uh, like on his body and his back. I mean, he like gets really detailed, like his hair. Yes. He's got like the stripes in his hair. Even I mean, like he gets really fucking into it. I'm like, he just, like, all of a sudden just stops and takes his time to fucking commando up. So, yeah. Anyway, I love that part. So, right, so he attacks the compound. And I love the part where that dude jumps out and he shoots him. Oh, he before he shoots him, I think he's, he's he thinks he's saying, coma esta. <laughs> but he just goes, coma esta. <laughs> <laughs> And I imagine that that guy hesitated because he was probably like, what the fuck did he say? What? <laughs> so then he gets shot. He's probably laying there dying going, fuck, I God, he got me with that Comey, Comey <laughs> stuff shit. <laughs> totally disarmed him. Yeah, he just was like, fuck, I didn't expect him to say that at all. Um, yeah, and I was like, you know, so they really just let that dude sleep for 11 hours. Yeah, they did. 
Um, and then a, it's a, there's like five different points in this movie where somebody's trying to get a hold of Kirby. Where the, well, yeah, why is he? He not should. He's more on attention. this. He knows what's going on. Yes, he's going around to all the locations. Where something just happened. God, even his fucking kid tries to call him. Yeah. Jesus, what the fuck is the point of Kirby? <laughs> there is a um, no point to Kirby. There's the scene in the shed. He goes to hide in the shed. Oh, which is so great. We get to see Arnold improvise with the, the items around yeah. him. And he chooses circular saw blades. <laughs> just garden tools. So awesome. Yeah, just fucks up people with a bunch of... You know, and then and then the movie just kind of for a while it turns into just a video game. It's just it's just like literally him just going around blowing people up as they jump out from windows and doors and yes. shooting people and breaking necks and you guns know. with ammo that never runs out. Yeah, Dan Hedaya gets he he gets blown away. Yeah, he gets it with a shotgun to the chest. Okay, now let's get into where this then transpires because then the action takes us. From this house. They're at this house. They're at this mansion. A beautiful house on an island, like a private island. You want, do we want to talk about this boiler room? Whoa. This fucking three-level deep boiler room that looks like they're in underneath an industrial compound. It's just like... <laughs> and it's just stocked ceiling to floor with shit. Like how, I guess aesthetically like a... it looks better for an action shootout. Yeah. Okay, well... It... <laughs> I was just like, what is this place? Where are they? Yes. Like, I was like, wait, did they leave? Where where are they now? They're like, no, they're under that house still. So, yeah, that just, that, that I loved it. I mean, that's just, that's, I, I love that in movies where they're just like, it doesn't even matter. No. It makes, this doesn't make sense. Where are they? It doesn't matter. We just we want to shoot it here. <laughs> it's just a cool looking place. <laughs> this is where we have the permit to shoot. <clears throat> All right. So, let's see. Where am I? Sorry, I got off. Okay, so... Biggest boiler room. So ever. she she has been chased. Bennett has Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. She's hiding. Bennett finds her. Dad is on the way. And we have the another, you know, the come on, Bennett, let's potty. Just so many great Arnold lines. They have a knife fight. Yes. And again, this they keep going down levels. I'm watching like, where are they? Where the fuck are these Tumbling people? Tumbling over railings. How about when he gets electrocuted? And then, like, bounces right back. right back. Like, it doesn't phase. Like, he's, like, no. up against that fence being electrocuted for several seconds. I mean, I've seen people, you know, laid out from a taser. But this guy took a full Dude. electrical panel. You, you knew it was severe from the sparks and the big warning sign on the panel next to it. Yeah. It looked pretty dangerous to me. I know. And then he dies because man throws just throws a pole at him like he's throwing a fucking javelin. Yeah. Just straight through his chest. And we get another one-liner. Let off some steam. <laughs> oh, can you just... Yeah, I got a trivia bit here in a little while. that will just make it all better. Um, yeah, no 24 ending here. Um, he, gets, he, gets the, he gets his daughter back. Yes. Everybody's happy. And then uh, there's a couple of like awkward little exchanges here at the end. You know, we have the, you know, finally Kirby shows up. Yeah, he just, uh, he pulled a Gandalf. He just shows up right right as the shit's done. And he's like, you'll leave anything for us? And he's like, just bodies. (laughs) Good one, Arnold. (laughs) And then we have that next, you know, he's like, hey, you can come back. And he's like, he's getting on the plane, you know, and, you know, his daughter, he's got his daughter in his hand and RDC pops her head out. 
And he's, you know, the guy's like, until next time. And he looks back, and there's just like this long, I mean, like it's like several moments where it's just like, this beat has gone on too long. Yes. And then he says, not a chance. <laughs> it's just like, ugh. Then it ends like that. It just ends like that. So he goes off and RDC and whatever. So, um, oh, I meant to find that song because I don't want to find it now. But amazing song at the end. It's terrible. But, yeah, not all movies from 85 are winners, man. But this is still a classic. This is, this it's is still a winner. classic action movie. And this is if you're getting into 80s movies and you want to watch an 80s action movie. This It's a quintessential one. Um. <clears throat> For the ridiculous action, the one-liners, and just Arnold being Arnold. I mean, this is Arnold at his most Schwarzenegger. I mean, yes. he was fresh off of uh, Terminator, Conan. This is really his, because this is before Predator. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to do five questions real quick? I think we answered nearly all of the five questions. Let me get them pulled. Okay. Up. Well, let's run through them so that way they're there. Uh, favorite Arnold movie? Ooh, that's a good one, actually. You know, I would probably go Terminator 2, I guess. I think that that would be the the safe bet. Um, I, w- I will say... I have a special fondness for uh, Last Action Hero. Really? Uh, you know, kid in a movie theater just wants to be a part of the. You sure. Know, I mean, you know, but that it, that's it's that's, yeah. a guilty pleasure, you know. More, I'm sure. You know, it's not very good. Okay, uh, one that I asked during during the better fight montage, getting ready montage, Rambo or Commando. Uh, yeah, I would say I'd say Rambo just because if you ask me that in general, and when we weren't talking about Commando, I would I would say Rambo. Sure. It's probably the most iconic. A little bit more. Yeah, sure. Um, when raiding a surplus store secret weapons room, what are you grabbing? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think a rocket launcher would be fun. I think, sure. I, I think something like that because, you know, I've shot a few varieties of weapons before. I've never yeah. shot anything like that. That would no. be fun as hell to have something like That's that. That's a whole lot of power. Over your shoulder and just be like, what do I want to fucking annihilate right now? That'd yeah. be great. Give me a barn or... Empty bar, you know, yeah. something where I can just fucking blow it up. That'd be great. I want to throw grenades. It should be, and maybe it is, like the axe. You know, yeah. just, yeah, grenades, that'd be great, too. I would love to just lob some grenades at some shit. Yeah. They should have places <laughs> where you can do that. I mean, be like... Rent a range, a grenade range. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine, you know, why that wouldn't fly. Cause, no! I mean, <laughs> no. The, the waiver you would have to sign to do that. Oh, is, seriously. Um, all right, what else you got for me? Amphibious planes, yay or nay? Amphibious, what do you mean? Are you, the the plane I, that they land on the water and Oh, I mean, I, I, I would get on one. Not yeah. a chance in hell. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to, like, be on, like, if, like, a, if I was on Hawaii and they're like, hey, we'll take you up and show you around the island and then land. I could probably do that. I couldn't travel, though. You know what I'm saying? The way they do. No. I probably couldn't do that. I wouldn't trust that. No. No. Okay. Uh. Can you spell Schwarzenegger without looking? Okay, S C H W A R Z E N E G G E R. You got it. Booyah! Um, is that it? You know how I learned to spell Schwarzenegger when I was a a small small boy. I had the Commando poster on my wall, 
and it's it's Arnold standing there with his you know the the black. He's on. all commando. Yes. Yeah. And he's got a shotgun, um, kind of over his shoulder, and he's just standing there. And across the bottom, in really big letters, it just said Schwarzenegger. And so it was right there by my bed, so I would see that every night and just staring at Schwarzenegger. Yeah, just memorize it, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. All right, that's your questions, yeah? Yeah. Got to, yeah. My bad for not remembering at the beginning. That's quite all right. That's all right. So I've got a few trivia tidbits. Let's hear them. I'll do that. I want to hear some trivia about <laughs> Commando. Some, that's some fun stuff here. Let's see. <clears throat> well, first of all, this film is inspired by the DC Comics character Sergeant Rock. Sergeant Rock. Sounds know, but... like something The Rock should get into. <laughs> oh, God. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> Which uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Joel Silver have had at the time, I'm sure, for a long time, tried to get into a made into a movie. Um, the scene where he dangles David Patrick Kelly, play, who plays Sully, over yeah. the edge. Uh, Mark Lester really wanted him to do that. Really? And, Ar- yeah, Arnold was like, are you crazy? <laughs> no. So they used a crane. But, I'm yeah. sure, yeah. You see, you'd think insurance and stuff would have oh, something yeah. to say about. The shopping mall, Sherman Oaks Galleria, the same one from Terminator 2, where he has this famous walking through with the... The roses. Roses, which is just an iconic scene, right? Pulling the... So you're telling me that Arnold has a thing for malls. Yeah, I was... I Actually, when he said, I want to go shopping, when, you know... They were getting well. They instead went to the surplus store. I thought they were going to the mall again. Going to the mall. We're going back <laughs> like, to the mall. I was back like, Jesus is going. It's like we're going to hit the mall again. It's like, what's he really looking for? You know, because there's always those people that they want to keep going back. Why are you really going there? What's what's really your draw here? You, you know, it's the mall, right? So, uh, let's see. Interesting. Fifty-four stunt performers listed in the credits, which is seventeen more than actual cast members. Wow. Lots of stunts. Lots of action. Which I mean isn't surprising. Yeah, there were lots of soldiers falling off. <laughs> lots of and, and lots at this and at the same time, you know, and and not to where they could. I'm sure several of them were reused, but it was always a lot of guys at the same time. Uh, there was a love scene between Arnold and RDC cut out because it was this, it was deemed unconvincing. Right. Uh, ooh, thanks, thank <laughs> you, thank you, producers for yeah looking out for. Uh, did, did they cut out the? Uh, Alyssa Milano, are you my new mommy scene? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I wonder how that conversation went when they when they closed the door of that airplane. So, who the fuck are you? 11 <laughs> hours this, ago, I met chick? your mom. This is your new mommy. Um, uh, Nick Nolte was the original choice for John Matrix. Okay, so, I don't even understand that sentence. Yeah, I mean, well, at the time, you know, mid-'80s, he was doing... Uh, you know the forty-eight, 48 hours. hours. I mean, you know, but forty-eight hours compared to Commando. I I, I don't see Nick Nolte making. That it's a different movie. I mean, it's just a different movie. It becomes a different movie, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Diehard director John McTiernan was originally supposed to direct and turned it down. They would later team up for Predator and Last Action Hero. Nice. Uh, speaking of, let's see, connections. Uh, three movies with Bill Paxton and Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is the only one that does not involve James Cameron. All right. We talk about the one-liners. My last one here, one-liners. Originally, studios, studio executives did not want Arnold to talk in the movie. 
How are you going to have this movie and not have Arnold talk? They probably just thought because of Terminator that he probably couldn't <laughs> memorize they just dialogue. Dub all the, the spew a lot of dialogue. So, I mean, yeah, interesting. Well, that's Commando, baby, 1985. Go check it out, man. I mean, such a fun ride. It's a, it was one that I had recorded on VHS back in the day, and I watched and rewatched and. I showed it to my wife, and she just thought it was ridiculous. But she had fun watching it, damn it. That's the thing. That's all, that's all you need from this movie oh, yeah. is a good two hours. Hell Have yes. Have fun for two hours. Uh, that's going to do it for Real Hooligans this week. Follow us on all our socials. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's where we like to hide out. Um, you can follow our show on Spotify, Podcasts, Amazon, wherever you like to listen. Hit us up if you can't find us. If you're listening to us one place, but you prefer us somewhere else, let us know. And as always, email us. I always forget. We need to talk about this at the start of the show, too. Email us. Comments, questions. Um, Arguments. Yeah. Whatever you think. If we say something wrong, point it out, man. Uh, a lot of times that can happen. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Keep in touch with us. Listen up. What do we got coming up? We got Commando. We got Empire Strikes Back next week, baby. So excited. About 40th that. anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back. One of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. And one of the few movies I've seen in a movie theater this year. The only one I've seen. Yeah. And drive in. And drive in. Sweet. Even better. I've never done that. All right, man. Well, that's Real Hooligans for this week. Thanks for listening to our Commando show. We'll be back. We'll be back. Still at least on the